It's no secret that the both of us are running out of time. So hello from the other side. I must have called a thousand times to tell you I'm sorry for everything that I've done. But when I call you, Welcome to Parallel. That's Brandon Escar. I'm Derek. You may not hear Brandon too much today because uh, he's still healing from a sore throat. His voice is gone. Um, but, you know, we're going to get it in. Uh, this is for episode three of season two of Counterpart, uh, which honestly, I kind of enjoyed it. I mean, I feel like this whole—I feel like this episode was a slow burn. I think it's, it's something about the odd episode so far. The even episodes is like whoa, but the odd episodes are like okay. I guess you're building to something. Mm-hmm. All right. And and I mean, I think it's because they built up Echo so much. Like I have no choice but to send him to Echo. That when we get to Echo, and it's just. It's the motherfucking yourself. It's the it's the it's fucking face off prison. Like they didn't still got on the fucking jail, nigga. Tell me about yourself, so then we know something about your other. This show is really deep, and the uh, the um that dude um um what's his name? James Cromwell. Yeah, um, that is the guy that I said that I I saw a preview, and I'm like that might be the person that's actually the worst person here no he just seemed like a scientist yeah he's he's seemed like a scientist now <laughs> scars anti-science i am not anti-science because i am the opposite of someone that believes in anything other than science they blinded him with science once brandon and he never really recovered really yeah he's going to <laughs> science now so, Great, now I got, got it twisted in my head, you fucker. Why would you have that in your head instead of blinding me with science? Because Got It Twisted sampled that song. Who, Keith Sweat? Nah, uh, the the prodigy boy, uh, Mob Deep. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, got I remember twisted, that song. Got It Twisted sampled blinding me. Blinded and as soon as I heard that song, you know what I did? I went back and listened to Blinding Me With Science. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'm cool with that. So, yeah, Howard gets sent to Echo. And, I mean, the only thing that we really find there is Peter Quell, the prime version, who's, I'm, I'm, I'm smart, and you call me Mr. Quell, so that means that I'm I'm an important person out there, and they're really treating it like it's an insane asylum with him and that uh the video that he's watching the soccer game initially. Yes, absolutely. They're treating him like there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, if Peter Alpha is, like, a 10, they treat Peter Prime like he's, like, a, a 3, like, Nah, mentally. Peter... 
uh, Peter Alpha is a seven in a tens position. No, I'm saying, but if, if he's if he's a seven, then then Prime is a two. Like this dude just seems like he's he sells his soul later on for a, a soda and a piece of candy. I remember a, a dog and like that's your whole life. Nobody's even questioning this. Like you've been in here your whole life and nothing. Like why am I just stuck in a jail talking about my memories? Oh no! Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think we, I, I think we really need to find out why he's there. Yeah, because Yannick uh, James Cromwell told Peter that he was the most one of the most important people there, um, and it's because again. Alpha is a is a diplomat, but or a, a deputy director. And he's right. like he gives Yannick secrets about his 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 life, things he's afraid of, things only he can know. So now management knows his other secrets. But as we know, there's a divergence point with each is, other. Is he in tune with management or is he in tune with the school? I think he's in tune with the school. Do you think so? Here's the question we haven't had answered. These sneaky shit that's being done on the prime side, is there an alpha version doing the same thing? It, there has to be, because again, the divergence point. Mm-hmm. So if they created it on one side, they have to have it on the other side. Because we haven't met Alpha Pope. That is very true. That is astonishingly true. Huh. Yep. They could be. They could have been up to some of the same shit, and that's how they unleashed the flu. Yeah, or COVID. Hmm. But yeah, we find out that um, Yannick's role is normally to extract information from about his captives, and that he seems decent because, like Scar said, he has to be. You know, he's working with the people from this world and they may be captive, but they should be sold a bill of goods that says that their role is just as crucial as their others, <laughs> as those who get sent across from the Indigo School. Um, And we've always been led to believe that, you know, Indigo has been going on longer than management knows or longer than any of them know. So maybe Echo was version one of the indigo school and then no, I, I don't think i don't think echo is version one of the school i think i think echo is the the information feeder to the school i don't think it's like that oh that, yeah you 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 take someone you take someone like peter and you put him in 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 Echo on this side exactly. to extract all of the information that you can from him about his other, so that you can feed it to the school. So when they send his wife to him, she has a lot of the information, especially about his childhood, so she knows how to play him. But yeah, Howard is not prepared for this. I mean, to the point that where um, when Osmond gives him immunization pills and stuffs one with a tracker. Howard doesn't even think he just takes the pills like whatever. Like I'm not taking a pill from an enemy and being like, okay, whatever. I'm going to take this. Now let's go. 
Howard could have been out there with Silk. His dumbass decided to do this. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah, all he had to do was spy on his wife, who has been lying to him his whole life. She's been lying to him his whole life. So, like, that's easy. You want to get? You want me to get some information on her? Cool. And I mean, Yannick even calls him on it. He's like, "There's a truth too that we can't deny." And Alpha's like, "What truth?" And Yannick said that any man may see himself as ordinary, but confront him with another version of his life, and one destroys the other. It's inevitable. And Alpha's like, I don't believe that. And Yannick's like, huh, well, your other life is out there erasing you from your own existence as we speak. You know, you're living with your wife, right? <laughs> so how, how do we, how do they, after they, after they close the door, how are they still getting information about what's happening over there? Didn't we say they had a phone? Well, they, they mentioned both sides. They mentioned that they do have some sort of connection between them, but that doesn't seem like it's something that's common. It seemed like something that was only available in the agency, which they all work for. If you're like a higher up, because that's what Aldrich said that he did. Like he had the connection between them because of his stature in the company or the government agency or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Because One of the first things that would have been built is some type of communication device that could reach both sides. I think so. But the but the question is how common is it? That's that's my only question. How common is it? Who has access and who doesn't? Mm-hmm. I mean shit, they don't even want regular people to know that there is another side, let alone know that they can communicate with somebody on the other side. I mean or have sex with your other side person. Mm-hmm. That's fucking weird, bro. Mm-hmm. Lambert is like, mm-hmm. Let me watch. And the same woman who was fucking with Quell, I think, is fucking with Lambert. Like, there's gonna be a hundred for you to watch. Yeah, but then it's insinuated that the two Lambert's have a thing. Oh yeah. I mean, literally, the, the phrase go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, Loki did it. Like if you nut into yourself, like if you Loki, fuck yourself, Loki, in the ass Loki did nut. it with a Loki did it with a, a a female altar of himself. Like it's Does not that make it any better. Yes. Why? Because it's another. It's a. Okay, I'm not. No, I don't want to sound the way I know that I know, I know it's it, going to sound. No, it doesn't but, sound that way. It's not looking at yourself. Right, because he's not looking at a direct version of himself. It's like fucking your twin, but your twin is not identical. Fucking the identical twin is worse. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Mm. I I happen to think it's the same. Horrible. (laughs) I think it's pretty horrible out of the way it goes. One, both are equally horrible. One is weirder. Like, there's no denying fucking that your, these two are the your, same person, exact same looking. But is that the same? Is that the same conversation that if you were if you were able to suck your own dick, would you? And does that make you gay? No, because you're not sucking your own dick. You're sucking somebody else's dick who looks just like you. 
Exactly. But it's, but that's still your dick, though. Like, is it, though? It's is, not. Because, again, there's a point like, of divergence <laughs> where you become two separate people. So you're not sucking your own dick. You're, you're not the same person. You basically, it's your twin, mm-hmm. essentially. <laughs> so y'all are giving each other the, the Dutch rudder. <laughs> but you're not doing this to yourself. This is not a stranger. You are not sitting on your hand till it goes numb. You're copulating somebody who looks just like you, but isn't. That's the thing you have to keep in mind because Prime and Alpha Howard will tell you straight up, they are not the same person. They're different. And Lambert, the only thing I seem to see that is the same between them is the fact that they're both fucking perverts. And one of them is like really talking shit to Claire. Like, yo, Claire, I need you to uh, go to this. I need you to go activate this cell. Yeah, it's basically if the brat and Lisa Ray had sex with each other, that would be disturbing. If Tia and Tamara had sex with each other, that would be even weirder. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like you said, still both disturbing. Yes, they're both disturbing, but being in the bed with your exact lookalike is a level of weirdness and on top being of that. In be- and being in bed with your exact lookalike with your head on his chest. <clears throat> But I mean, at the same time, let's be real. We're talking about this. But who but can comfort you better? We talk than about you? Alice, Alice Prime, and Alice Alpha both having group sex with their husband Herbert. You know, they're, they're not, they're not having sex like, with themselves. True. We don't. We don't think. We don't know. We right. Just, because they, but, but because, what we know about Lambert is that they said, like, when he came into the room. The other Lambert, she was like, hey, 100 bucks. And he's like, I'm not going to join in. And Lambert's like, not this time. I'm thinking that usually they just probably just, you know, double penetrate. We're not quite. London Bridge, that thing. Right. We're not 100% certain that they're that they're bots. So they're telling these sex workers that they're twins, right? Yes. They have to. Yeah. But then and then like the fact that he he started stroking himself while watching them have sex. It's like watching, it's like, I guess it's, it's like, like watching a live yourself, sex tape. It's like making a porn of yourself and then going I back just, and watching yourself. I, I just said it's like a live sex tape. I just literally said that. But a live sex tape isn't the same as watching it. I don't know. It's a live version of a sex tape. Like, he's not watching it back. But I mean, he's just watching you said it, it at the same time. time as me doesn't, I mean, we're, we're both on the same mindset. Yeah. But like that's that that see that was the I don't know that's just odd to me because I've never I've never watched a sex tape of me like well see I'm I'm very critical of myself so I've watched I watch mine like okay so what could I have done better here <laughs> you know what I mean I'm watching the shit like game film I'm not watching it like I like I'm trying to get off also and this is completely you know just me probably what I'm not going to do. And I know this has gone down an Avenue that it shouldn't be going down. But what I'm not going to do is jerk off in my pants. Well, I mean, it couldn't just, I mean, you can just show us. You don't know. Well, I know they, well, they could, it's stars. It's not like it's <coughs> fucking ABC, but what I'm saying is it's constricting. 
Like, and then what, you're going to jizz in your pants and have to walk around like that the rest of the day? Like, that's awkward, too. That song just popped in your head, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Don't tell nobody, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Larry Strong did song. that on House of the Dragon. Yeah, you know what? I heard there's a lot. I haven't even watched it yet because I'm a binge it, but there's a lot of incest in that show. Like, they just felt like it needed to continue. Well, the family is all it's incest. a prequel. So, like technically, the original part <laughs> is no, because the, the 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 original part is talking about two people from a completely different family, not a different family, but two people from the what's her name Lannisters, which aren't the Valerians, which aren't whatever the House of the Dragon family is. It's two different groups. I didn't know it was two different. I didn't know it was two different. Yeah, groups. so they didn't have to keep the incest going. No, but, yes, they but, did. The Targaryens, but, their whole thing is incest. Their whole They're, thing is keeping it in the family? Yeah, that's I, their I whole mean, thing. I mean, they a lot of... That was it that? Ride, they believe that in order to ride a dragon, you have to have Targaryen blood. So to keep dragon riders alive, all they do is they breed, they have sex with them. But it, and it's also like, you know, when you think about the Habsburgs, um, where they... They, they, you know, they felt like their blood was sacred. So in order to keep their blood, they had sex with each other and they had kids with each other and they fucked them up over the over the long run, Um, you know, because the whole thing about the Habsburg jaw. Um, But and like, there's nobody else in the world that we've seen that can ride a dragon besides a Targaryen. So in that so, world, it seems to be true. Yeah, it makes sense. Still gross, though. You get used to it. <laughs> yeah, the Lannisters did. <laughs> but yeah, so back in um Howard back in Alpha's house, Prime is reading the newspaper to uh Emily, and Emily's like, you know, I have a memory. Back when you used to read the newspaper, I, I remember you used to use voices, and I started wondering, like, is she making some of this? She's fucking shit up? with him. She's fucking with him to right? see to see if he's gonna do something. She she's fucking with him. I think she's starting to understand that that's not hers. Mm-hmm. I, and she's just like, hey, yeah, I remember you doing funny voices. And then he's just like, really? It's like, yeah, I remember you doing funny voices. Like, what kind of voice are you? What kind of voice did I do? And then she'd be like, just say something stupid, and just to see if he can actually, he'll actually You're try making. to do it. Yeah. It would have, although it would have been really interesting to see Jack K. Simmons <laughs> doing a Jamaican accent. Boy, Lord, I'm asking. But uh, she's she was asking about that book, um, the library book last episode, and so she takes it back to the library. Wait, no, that's not this episode. That's episode four. That's episode four. That's on me. Sorry, fellas. Sorry, listeners. You don't get to know about that yet. But yeah, she's like, I'm I'm starting to get memories piece by piece. And she, you know, <coughs> has a conversation with Naya from Howard and Peter's office where she tells her that, you know, I don't remember this. So Naya literally lays it out. Like, here's the school. This is what happened. Uh, seven people died. Terrorist attack. Things of that nature. And Emily tells like, her, "I remember a church." Mm-hmm. And like, then, but then, she, and then, and then she goes, "Oh, yeah, well, Aldrich to take care of that." You know what I'm saying? And then she goes, well, mm-hmm. "Aldrich, 
Aldridge was that nigga. She was like, no. No, Aldridge was a, Shadow was a woman. Yeah, Shadow was a woman. What are we talking about here? So, like, she remembers something. She just don't, she, th- those dots just ain't connecting, but they getting close enough to where mm-hmm. the motherfuckers are starting to touch. And she never shared that information with anybody, though. Because she was helping them out. That's what I'm thinking, too. Because, like I said, we find out in episode four that there's a connection there that is really questionable. Very. And it's really interesting to see the character who plays Emily uh, playing this role of somebody who's lost their memory, but they're piecing it together piece by piece because it's like watching a puzzle happen in real time. Yeah. Mm. And I, I I love how they're playing this. They're not playing the the typical movie or TV show thing where they don't have any memories and all of a sudden something triggers it and all of their memories come flooding back. Mm-hmm. I like how they're playing it like, no, no, no. Her brain has to rewire itself. So she's getting everything bit by bit. But while she's getting that together, again, Lambert tells uh, Claire that she needs to not only uh, connect with the sleeper cell and activate them because management wants them to do wants her to do that. Uh, but she also needs to go to this building and pay off some people. And gives her an address and she's like turned away from him and she's and he's like, Claire, are you listening? Did you get the address? And she's like, why can't you do it? And he's like, because I'm on the lamb, Claire. I'm a lamb on the lamb. <laughs> His accent made that made that line work because anybody else would have said that that shit would not have hit. He was so condescending when he said it. I'm on the lamb, Claire. A doy. <laughs> right. Uh, but I mean... He goes back. They're fucking. He's talking with uh, the other land bear, and they're like, the other land bear is like, can we still trust her? And at that point, the land bear who works with Claire is like, I guess we'll find out. Um, but I mean, he has connections, and that's why I'm thinking, like you said, that there's still another pope, another pope out there. It's like, yeah, there is. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 just crazy that everybody all of a sudden is still having a problem with Lambert at this point in time and how it all comes together at the end of this episode. Like, we got to take care of Lambert. That was wild. Um, Howard Prime not knowing that some of his people, like his closest people, were still in Berlin and operating. Uh, that they knew that he was Howard Prime and not Howard Alpha. He literally asked them, who told you I was here? Because the dude just came up to him and was like, I knew that was you. I knew it wasn't the other Howard. I knew that was you. And he was like, yeah, okay. Hey, wait. Who told you I was here? And they never answered that question. Mm -hmm. They just took him back to another one of his homegirls, to his homegirl, and they were like, okay, cool. And uh, at the beginning of this episode, to circle all the way back, uh, Baldwin is standing out front of a a building in front of a club 
watching her ex-girlfriend move on really, really, really quickly. Like, I know we know the rules of Oz. Like, we don't know how much time has passed. But her girlfriend is kissing on somebody else. Like, you ain't never existed. And then looked over and saw Baldwin and was like, kiss me some more. Kiss me through the phone. I mean, Baldwin, in her eyes, was an asshole. Yeah, but that was really quick. Like, these shows, I I, I like how quickly they had her resolve. Like, I'm done with that. Because most shows would have had it where she could have, you know, gotten back into her good grace or something. But nope. I'm moving on. I'm moving out. But the people who... um, Yeah. I'm getting the two. Let me slow down for a second. Slow down. Slow down just a second. So, we end up with Peter. He has a a, a recording device stored in Claire's shoe, in the bottom of her running shoe. How he put this together, I don't know. Again, another question that does not get answered. But he's he, a spy. He is not a spy. He heads a spy organization. He does. So but if you told somebody, hey, can you put this into a shoe? I would think they'd be like, why? Because I'm a spy and I'm in charge. They don't ask questions. It's a spy organization. Does James Bond ask questions or does he get a briefcase dropped randomly somewhere with a mission? Yeah, true. But I I don't. (sighs) So what happens is Emily took a report to Richard Langston about the uh, virus originating in the alpha world and blowing through the crossing. That information disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily Prime is determined that her management was covering up Alpha Emily Alpha's presence on their side. So the way it seems is again, Emily Alpha is a double agent at the very least. Um, but we still don't know why Prime's management covered up what the rumored evidence is on the virus. Like there's just questions I have from this episode that just it was like, okay, is this gonna lead to something bigger? I think it will. We just haven't got there yet. And we find out again that Peter gets a telephone call at the building because he goes to where Claire was supposed to be at. And Claire didn't go. Claire did not take any steps towards that building. But Peter went and they licked shots at her or licked shots at him. Killed one of his men. Telephone rang. He went to answer it. I don't know why you just ring him, why you answer random phones. Yeah, Lambert. I mean, not Lambert. Um, yeah, Lambert set that shit up. Mm-hmm. Because he suspected Claire had, been, had turned. Which she was like, you stupid motherfucker. Now they know I turned. Basically. Well, that's what he said to Peter. Because Peter's stupid. 
And that's what she told Peter. You stupid. <laughs> you stupid, stupid. Like, mm. <sighs> I don't know. I enjoyed the episode. Um, I really did. Like, I'm wondering where it's going to go with Claire. She went to. Uh, she went home and she was just sitting there when Peter showed back up and he told her like, yo, I have a, a tape hidden in a room that will expose you if you ever kill me. Are you going to put strychnine in the potatoes? Like, how are you going to try and do it? Because you just set me up to be shot. And she was like, I didn't do that. You stupid motherfucker. Yeah, he's stupid. She was like, I knew you were dumb, but now you've proven it to me. Don't prove it to me no more. So then after that, uh, we get a knock on the door at Peter and Claire's house. And surprise, surprise. Howard Prime walks in. And it's like, yo, we got a uh, common enemy. We need to solve the problem of Claude Lambert. And I was like, okay, like, where did this come from? But that's how the episode ends. So it was an episode that was setting up other things. Um. While Howard's in prison or in Echo, which is prison, um, he sees a guy that he knows or he knew from the other side named Marcel. He goes over to try and talk to Marcel. It turns out Howard Prime is like the fucking Batman of uh, of the Prime world because he's put everybody who's in there, everybody well, who's in Echo. we didn't talk about is Nia starting to figure this shit out. Yeah, very much so. She's starting to figure this shit out and put one and one together. And it's not going to be long before she figures out it's Quail. By the time she figures it out, though, I think Quail going to be dead. I think as soon as he uh, made that tape, it was going to be dead. So now it's just a matter of time to me. And what what with what happens in the next episode... I think the clock is ticking. Honestly. For Quail? Yes, for Quail. Mm -hmm. uh, in two separate ways. I think the clock is ticking. But, yeah. Uh, Brandy, you got anything? No, I don't got anything. Okay. 916-633-1537. Uh, return to Oswald at gmail.com. Scar's on Twitter at the Scarfinger. Uh, no, he's on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-O-K. I'm on there at Ratchet Book Club. Uh, the show is RTO Podcast. Uh, you can leave us a review on Spotify. You can also leave us, a, leave us a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that into the Good Pods app and copy and paste that into the Apple Podcast app. Uh, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or on buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. You can leave a tip in the tip jar. Thank you all so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to hot you later. Peace.